course, I was uh, uh, extremely upset at what just happened, but it, it began to cause me to think about if I was experiencing that kind of uh, bias uh, at my level at that time when I was a director, I started to think about what our learners were running into as they go into um, interesting corporate work cultures and how are they being treated and what are they running into inside of these workplaces and in, inside of these environments. So that's why I decided, decided to launch Diverse by Design. It has been well established that companies with more ethnic, cultural, and gender diversity are more innovative and profitable than those without. Being intentional about diversity, equity, and inclusion strategy simply makes good business sense. But how do you do that? What strategies actually work? This podcast tells the stories of visionaries who are actually changing the diversity landscape of tech and explores the strategies they're using to become more diverse by design. This is Nia Darville, your host, and you're listening to the Diverse by Design podcast. Today, we have Damien Howard, founder of Diverse by Design with us. Thank you so much for being here, Damien. Well, thank you, Nia. It's a pleasure to be here. Humbled to be here with you. Yeah, excited for this conversation. So first, tell us a little bit about your background. What's your story? Sure. I'll start where I am today. So I'm Damian Howard. I'm the executive vice president of Social Ventures. I'm responsible for launching and scaling revenue generating enterprises uh, within within the firm. Um, My story, though, is, is that I've been with the company for 21 years now. I started out as a administrative assistant, which where which was where I learned a lot of great lessons inside of that role. You know how to multitask, supporting multiple people, and uh, tack- tackling multiple challenges. You know, I usually say that the beginning of my work at Priscolas was just uh, a continuum of my story because before Priscolas, you know, we all have uh, personal lives that we matriculate through, we mature as we go through this. So without, you know, divulging all of the gory details, but very interesting uh, stint in the street. Um, I got arrested for a gun charge and, you know, my life was sort of spiraling. You know, I had a lot of uh, uh, negative influences around me and I was involved in in some activities that just weren't appropriate. And long story short, when I came to Briscoldis, my president and CEO, Plenty Ayala, he made me realize that the only thing that anyone ever needs is an opportunity and the willpower to do better. And since I wanted to change, I wanted a, a stark change in my life. I wanted to go into another direction. When I landed at Priscola's, Plenio has given me a number of opportunities in spite of my background, in spite of my failures, and in spite of everything that led up to me coming to Priscola's. He still saw the talent that was in me and the potential and provided the space for me to become an executive vice president with an enormous book of business. I have wonderful relationships across the globe now, all because someone took a chance on me, which is a major yeah. motivator um, for diverse by design for me. So that's that's who I am. Yeah, I think it's important to note in that story and a lot of the stories we hear, uh, Plinio gave you the opportunity, but he didn't give you your talent. You know, like like you still had to have that innate ability to make it from administrative assistant to executive vice president. Um, I think it's key to note that, yes, 
the first step was the opportunity, but you took that opportunity and you ran with it and you have developed into the person that you are today through this hard work and skill and talent development that you've invested in. And I think that's so important. Nia, thank you for, for bringing that up because you're, you're spot on. Uh, you're spot on with that. You know, a part of having the will that I mentioned to change and to want to do better is making sure that you're responsible and accountable for your own actions, activities, uh, and your own development. And I took a lot of pride in, in making sure that I knew I could never, um, or I never really aimed to just be the best because I always believe that you can learn. So I don't really believe in that. I believe that you could be sharp and that you could be valuable. Um, but that requires a lot of um, self-development and exploration in order for you to get there. So you're spot on. It has to be coupled with your talents, your desire, and your drive in order to be able to make it to high levels of your career. Most definitely. So talk about Diverse by Design. It's your brainchild. Where did this idea come from? Sure. So I've held, of course, a number of positions within the firm over 21 years. And um, one role that I had was leading the business solutions team inside of New York. Now, the business solutions team uh, handles developing strong relationships with employer partners and placing our learners into thriving careers. So I had a wonderful uh series of conversations with a large firm and I never name and shame, but it was a larger law firm. And um, we had a face-to-face uh, -face meeting after three wonderful, and I mean really meaningful uh, conversations. And we had next steps in place and action items. And it was actually his suggestion that we meet. I get to this beautiful conference room and I'm the only one in there. He sticks his head in the room and he asks me if I'm Damian Howard. Now, Part of my personality is to be a little snarky when you say silly things because I was the only, <laughs> but I held myself because I am a professional and, and I said, yeah, Damien. And then he left that conference room and then sent a little while later, sent his administrative assistant and to tell me, oh, well, he got tied up and we, you know, he can no longer do the meeting. Of course, I was uh, uh, extremely upset at what just happened, but it, it began to cause me to think about if I was experiencing that kind of uh, bias uh, at my level at that time when I was a director, I started to think about what our learners were running into as they go into um, interesting corporate work cultures and how are they being treated and what are they running into inside of these workplaces and in, inside of these environments. So that's why I decided, decided to launch Diverse by Design. I realized that there was a gap in understanding uh, humanity, as well as just tactical action items and tools that businesses could use in order to, one, demystify what DEI is really about and understanding the person-to-person -person dynamic that's necessary in order for you to be successful in any working relationship. Um, so I decided to launch Diverse by Design to have the right conversations with the right people so that we can see the right outcomes. And that's that's primarily where it came from. That's where it all was driven from. It was from a horrible experience that I had. And I wanted to do my part in making sure that I was vocal and loud about it with other like-minded individuals and people who are not like-minded because we need them in the conversation as well um, to have a provocative conversation. But I want to make sure that I created a platform where we'll be able to have these conversations and then move into action. 
Most definitely. I think some of the greatest movements are founded on frustration. And so we're so grateful that you took that frustration and channeled it into this amazing platform. So you founded it over five years ago, right? It was um, a platform that, like you said, tackled crucial conversations about racial equity in tech long before it even became popular. So it's popularized now, but it wasn't popularized over five years ago when you started having these crucial conversations. Talk to me about the evolution of Diverse by Design over time and its transition from being a conversation starter to a change agent. So after I encountered that very challenging experience that uh, provoked me to launch Diverse by Design, uh, I, I wanted to essentially launch a relevant and effective model or tool where business leaders can share best practices and then move into action. Um, when I started to dig deeper uh, into uh, DEI and best practices and things of that nature, here's what I found. And it's and it's, um, it's the impetus behind DXD becoming this change agent uh, that you mentioned. So when you think about diversity, equity, and inclusion, it literally is a uh, valuable it's a tangible value creator for shareholders, you know, for people who really buy into this and understand the, the principles behind it and the effectiveness of it. It's a tangible value creator. So companies with uh, uh, high diversity, when and I'm talking about measures across the board, you know, gender, age, ethnic rep, uh, representation, all of that, you know, they just simply have stronger profit margins and share gains. So, that, you know, when you think about a, a one recent report that I was reading that the 20 most diverse firms, according to a Wall Street Journal analysis, has an average uh, uh, operating profit margin of around 12% or more compared to others who don't have it and they hover around like five to 7%. So what I hear there is that DEI is not just about um, philanthropy and just trying to do the right thing. This is about a business imperative that can move your overall strategic goals and performance goals in the right direction. And it matters to you as a company. And since that's what you focus on as a company. So when I started to look at all of these things, you know, when I first started it, of course, it was to have the conversation with the right people so that we could try to influence behaviors and mental models and things of that nature. And then today where we stand, we have a wonderful director called Nia Darville, who's a phenomenal <laughs> leader and brings an enormous amount of creati creativity, which I have to be honest, it just, it fills my heart with joy. Um, <laughs> the, the talent that's behind this vision that I had years ago, because now we're moving into, okay, corporate America, let's, we don't, we're not here to fight. We're here to mm -hmm. share best practices and partner with you to demystify this myth around, you know, uh, diversity means as a drop in quality or I have to do this as an initiative versus just the business imperative. Mm -hmm. um, so that change happened because change happened. <laughs> you know, that's mm -hmm. that's why should this change happen in Diverse by Design. As we looked at the activity, the engagement, all of the horrific events that happened last year, we had to change with the times. And that's the evolution of Diverse by Design. It moved from just a simple conversation series, meaningful, but simple conversation series. And now we're digging deep into action-driven items to ensure that we're really moving the needle around DEI and not just making public commitments, but having deep, intimate, personal outcomes and performance around DEI. Yeah, that's powerful. 
That's powerful. In a recent interview you did with Forbes, you, you, you mentioned something that you, you said in that interview, and that's you should not be doing DEI work out of philanthropy or out of the goodness of your heart. As a business, you should be doing it simply because it makes good business sense. So you mentioned why it makes good business sense. Um, in your current role, you are overseeing an initiative by Perscolis um, called Customized Training. Can you talk to me about that and how that interacts with Diverse by Design and how companies can use that as a business imperative to drive their DEI work? Of course. So when we think about customized training, um, there's a number of ways to think about it and, and a, a number of ways to engage with customized training. Because again, when we thought about diversity, we don't want to make this into a, a conversation where we can get pigeonholed in solutions. What we want to do is create valuable solutions that companies can easily latch onto in order to move the needle around DEI and most of all, improve their overall business outcomes. So what is uh, customized training? So in customized training, we focus on uh, collaborating with companies to design industry and technical pre-employment training based uh, curricula and content to ensure that we're building nuance and specific talent for all of our employer partners. Um, we're looking to launch and engage in transformative business solutions. And we take a very consultative approach to really get to understand what our partners technical uh, talent needs are, what their digital transformation strategies are and how we can align with those strategies internally so that it's not something that they're just layering on top of a business strategy, but it's a part of their business uh, imperatives as they, as they move forward. So how do we do this in customized training? We focus on value. So we focus on building rele relevant tech skills, providing a stable pipeline for diverse talent. Um, we also applied the appropriate amount of speed around delivery because for all of our enterprise level firms, they need the talent when they need the talent. So we try to wrap our talent solutions around their timelines and of course, uh, customer satisfaction. So the customized training process basically looks like we collaborate with these businesses again in their networks to design these tracks. We customize the tracks and the content, all of those items to ensure that we are meeting them where they need the talent at. So this gives them, gives our companies, our corporate partners, um, a path forward around DEI in a way that makes sense for them and that, and in a way that they can sell it inside of their firm uh, that makes sense as they move forward. So you are infusing DEI with, with strategy. You're creating this alternative talent right. pipeline where you're leveraging the power of Perscolis, who has been doing training for over 25 years. They, yep. they specialize in training black and brown talent. So we're leveraging the power of Perscolis um, and, and the, the brains of diverse by design to come to these companies who are looking to become more diverse and inclusive, not just because it's a good thing, but because it's good for their business and really collaborating with them to help them achieve their goals. Yeah, I, I, I just got to double click on that. I mean, yeah, absolutely right. You know, mm -hmm. these customized training partnerships. Uh, they include, you know, customized curriculum and identify, identification and recruitment of uh, specific candidate profiles and mm -hmm. tailored training with ongoing insight to candidate performance and premium access to our high quality talent. So when you look at the solution, number one, it just simply makes good business sense. And we are leveraging our 26 years of excellence inside of workforce development. 
And on top of that, we have just a, a, a long bench of instructors that have deep, that have a deep pedagogy. So they understand how to deliver material to learners in a truncated period of time and trap underperformance um, inside of the classroom to ensure that our clients at the end of the day are getting the top-notch uh, talent that they are paying for um, once once it's all concluded. So we're, we're excited about this model because it, it it really has resonated with a lot of our enterprise firms, and we want to continue to deliver this kind of value and elevate our learners as we go along. Thank you for sharing that. So as we work together to grow this platform, what is your dream for Diverse by Design? My dream for Diverse by Design is that this will be the primary vehicle that enterprise level firms will be able to leverage one to find the talent that they need to really drive the changes that they want to see inside of the DEI initiatives Two, they will be able to get this talent so that it can have a positive impact on their top and bottom line. And three, that we will be able to uh, strategically help people move further down the line inside of uh, this DEI journey, meaning I am anxious to help all of our counterparts move from conversation to action as quickly as possible because we've been having this conversation for far too long. We've made a lot of big commitments. The commitments have ranged in, into the billions of dollars, but we only have spent some of somewhere upward of a couple of hundred million, maybe 250 million um, out of the big commitments that we have out there. And that has to change. And I think Diverse by Design will be the primary leader inside of impacting and influencing change and affecting change, providing uh, that high-level diverse talent and really bringing action to all of the commitments that we see out here today. That's my ultimate dream for Diverse by Design, to be that exact, specific, and powerful change agent of this new uh, digital transformation that we are about to face post-pandemic. Wow. That's a big dream. That's a big dream. Let's do it. I'm ready. I'm excited. I'm excited. Um, that is it. Thank you so much for joining us today. Um, can people link up with you on LinkedIn? How can they get in contact with you? Sure. I am definitely on LinkedIn. So just look up Damian Howard Hyperscopes. I would love to connect with you. Uh, and if you want to shoot me a quick email, you can email me at dhoward, D-H-O-W-A-R-D at prescolas.org. Thanks again for having me, Nia. I appreciate it. No problem. And if you liked what you heard, if you are interested in learning more about customized training, Damien is the person to talk to. So make sure you reach out and we'll definitely leave more information after this. Thank you for tuning in to my conversation with Damien Howard, founder of Diverse by Design and executive vice president of social ventures at Persolis. We had an amazing conversation about how he turned his frustration into action by founding the Diverse by Design platform. If you're interested in connecting with him, you can find him on LinkedIn at Damien Howard or email at dhoward at perscolis.org. Diverse by Design is powered by Perscolis and the IT Senior Management Forum. To learn more about how we can help your organization become more diverse by design, visit our website at diversebydesign.org. Before we let you go, we want to thank our sponsors, Tech Systems, JPMorgan Chase, Google, Chubb, and Comcast NBC Universal for their support. 
If you like what you heard, make sure you subscribe to the podcast to make sure you don't miss any insights about how you can make your organization diverse by design. Until next time.